found us. More podcast where we want you to know God more deeply. Find lasting freedom. Discover your destiny and make an eternal difference. Now. Yeah, we all were stretching in here just a little bit, get ourselves ready for the podcast because you don't want to go into this cold. No, you no. do not. This is the uh, the blizzard of 2024 um, episode here. Uh, well, welcome to this week's podcast. Do you wonder why you take the time each week to listen to more podcasts? Well, I'll tell you why. More stands for maximizing opportunities for right now and eternity. So stop asking why you listen and just never forget to listen. Never. And pass it on. Never. Never. Never, never. Well, this episode has been brought to you by Dehydrated Water. Don't leave for your next outing without <laughs> having a can of dehydrated water. Unlike uh, bottled water, it stays completely fresh until you add water to the can. It stores perfectly in your car for emergencies. Uh, you can get your dehydrated water from Amazon, only ten ninety nine. promo code Aquaman, and save even more. You guys ever heard of that before? Dehydrated water? I'm not entirely mm. sure how to feel about that. I'm not either. You got to add water to the dehydrated water to it, make it water. It activates it so that it, you can use it for drinking. Who thinks of Is this? Is it kind of like those seltzers? Like you got to add the seltzers to the water to make it work? Yeah. Or whatever? Okay. Yeah. So dehydrated water, basically, you, you can store the cans in your car, especially during the winter. You don't yeah. want it freezing, right? Yeah. So you don't really want the water in there yet. But you get the can, you open it up, and you add the water, and you got water. Helpful. Interesting. Yeah. It's for winter winter months. Oh, I think seems it's, helpful. I think it's good. It makes sense. Yeah. I, I think if you're living like here in northern Michigan where it's 60 degrees right now, uh, yeah. you should probably have a few cans of dehy- dehydrated water in the back of your trunk just Agreed. in case. Yeah. Emergencies. Probably. Emergencies. And f- what? For 1099, I mean, to have that kind of assurance knowing that you will have water yeah. whenever you need it. Right. That's I mean, not, the price is high. <laughs> Well, <laughs> the price is high. It is. It is new technology. It is ridiculous. It's new technology. The price is even higher if you want to die from thirst. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you? But if you don't have water to reactivate the water, you do, Amy. That's not the point. The point is you have water available to you when you need it. <laughs> exactly. It's just that's a dehydrated point. form. Yes, it's Precisely. dehydrated. Got well, it. dehydrated. You know, if you got dehydrated food, you have to add water. Right. To activate the food. Yeah, it totally yeah. makes sense. Same thing with the water. You act- I literally dehydrated. just lost brain cells. Did you? Because this is yeah. a real product. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think somebody, I think you're missing out. Brain on, cells gone. Hey, you know, we're living in a new age. I mean, where we have a lot of awesome science behind stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the electric cars, right? Yeah. I mean, who would have thought the electric cars would be here today? Although people in Chicago are really hurting right now. I was just reading, uh, watched a news uh, uh, interview with people that have the Tesla cars and they're going to the Tesla pumps or the, or what do you call those, uh, charging stations. Yeah. And they're, it's so cold in Chicago that they're not even working. And so if you, they show pictures of hundreds of Teslas parked next to these things waiting for somebody to service their car so they can charge it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for electric cars. We yeah. Just, it's so helpful in all the winter states. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Isn't that? Jeez. That's the that's the problem right there. I mean, uh, I take a gas powered car any day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the only man I know who uh, witnessed the snowstorm of 1978 and lived to talk about it, only using his wits and snow shovel, Mike Britton. He Hello. wasn't even born then. That's not the point, Amy. That's oh. not the point. Okay. Again, improvise acting. Improvise. Yeah. He was a young whippersnapper. He wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're born in '86, right? 
No. No. 87? No. No. 88? No. No. I'm going to let him go until he gets it. 92. He's not even close. No, you were close to that one. Really? 91? Yeah. Yes. So 78. You, you probably saw it on the news somewhere. Oh, I did. Yeah. Sure. At did. some point. Yeah. Alex is really good with ages. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so the only man, uh, so the only woman who can get lost. Oh, well, thank you for correcting that. <laughs> the only wow. woman, the only woman who can get lost on a guided tour and love every minute of it, Pastor Amy Norton. I love to get lost. You hey. Do. <laughs> you do. You go out of your way to get lost, and then I do. we have to find you somewhere. Yep. And then there's me. Mm-hmm. Again, yes. <laughs> like always. Who are you? I'm uh, Pastor Alex. Pastor Alex. <laughs> uh, like I said before, they just locked the me The only here. man that I know that can... Teach a chimp how to do sign languages and also juggle three tangerines and also sing the alphabet backwards. Ooh. That's, right, that's right here. Ooh, that was right. a good one. That was a good one. That was right off the top of your head. That was right off the top of my yeah. head. I'm glad he took it on today because I didn't have one. You didn't have anything. Mm-mm. Nothing nice you can I say about your I lost my brain cells with the dehydrated water. <laughs> Amy, again. She's got two lit brain cells left and they're We're talking for about place. science. We're talking about science. Amy. This yeah, is the problem. Science. 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 Did you not? I mean, so, okay, let me ask you this. So if we were eating, if we needed dehydrated food and you had to add water, you'd be like, I don't get it. No, I get that. I don't get adding dehydrated. I don't get adding water to dehydrated what water. Is, what don't you get? Have you ever seen those pills that turn into shaped sponges? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You add water to it. Yeah. It's nothing. I don't eat a sponge. Me neither. So but much, and I don't drink it. So much technology out there that helps you now. And I can't. I Except Tesla's. <laughs> Except Tesla's. Yeah, right. In the winter states. If you live in the dehydrated water. Yeah. Amy. Right. <laughs> Thank it's, you for agreeing. It's going to be a big seller. Carry on. I think people on here. Uh, we have a few tweets that come in uh, while we're just sitting here gabbing our gums. Uh, Mike finally learns you can spell Sarah as C-A-C-E-R-A. And he's as shocked as when he found out giraffe is, isn't spelled with a J. That's very true. I was yeah. pretty shocked. When I was like, J, giraffe, okay. J-F. J isn't giraffe. No, it's J. Uh, Pastor Gary mentioned that during his health scare, he felt his heart racing. I'm not a doctor, but it might have been his phone on vibrate. Could have been his wife, Lisa Kay's pretty looks. Oh, 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 the heart palpitations. He saw Aww. her and he's like, I'm coming to see you, Elizabeth. Coming to see you. No, her name's Lisa Kay. <laughs> I know, but that's the quote from. Yeah, it. but that's quote. no good. It's Lisa Kay. She's not dead yet. <laughs> you know, Sanford and Son is yeah, to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. You yeah. get it. See, you're really confused now because the dehydrated water and that whole thing, I don't know. <laughs> the if you, brain uh, cells. I'm telling you, they left my body. Oh, my gosh. Let's take a brain cells left in there fighting for second place. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Water Podcast with Pastor Alex and Pastor Gary. Are you ready to feel rejuvenated? I know I am. This is Francine coming to you. Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex, get you ready. You're going to talk about Jesus. It's going to be a good time. All right. Let's go. (laughs) Wow, Francine. 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 And if you don't have your car insurance up to date. Absolutely. Francine can help you out. Francine is really good. Especially with the car's extended warranty. It is... (laughs) She would help you out. I think we need to fess up. I thought up. Francine sounded a little male. What? what? That's why I was like, why is what? Why is her Why name can't you Francine? have a name Francine when you see her go again? Yeah, Cary Grant. Grant. Yeah. I mean, Tracy, doesn't make it right. John Wayne's first name is Marion. Yeah, hello. It is? Yes. Yeah. And then there's guys out there called Tracy. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
doesn't mean there's guys out there named Kelly. Correct. Kelly. There's guys out yeah. there named Kelly. Yeah, and Jordan. Hey, listen, stop naming these people's names because some of them go to our church. They might get offended. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with being offended? You want to fess up about the phone call? Oh, yeah. Pastor Gary, that was me calling about your car's extended warranty. Yeah, he's going to be real ripped. Yeah. <laughs> we had him call Pastor Gary be- and <laughs> leave him a message about his extended warranty with the Indian voice. Yeah. You did? Yeah. yeah. Huh. So- <laughs> I missed out on that fun. Oh, well, you know, when you sit here for a minute, you're just like, yeah, what can we do to have some fun? <laughs> Absolutely. Idle hands. That's right. Idle hands. <laughs> idle hands. Uh, okay, let's talk about Detroit Live. Detroit Live. Do you have a little... Meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when the Detroit Lions uh, traded Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams, they probably didn't envision Jared Goff helping them win their first playoff game in more than 30 years and certainly not doing it against Stafford and the Rams. Sunday night was the biggest night for the Lions in many, 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 many years. And they came through. Uh, Golf had a uh, great first half and completed a couple of clutch plays in the final minutes. The defense came up uh, big in the second half, and Detroit won its first playoff game since Barry Sanders Huzzah. starred for the team 32 seasons ago. Detroit held on for a thrilling 24-23 to win over the Rams and Stafford. And so the next game that they have up is Lions against the Buccaneers at 3 p.m. on Sunday. And I think it's going to be a good game. How do you like them apples, Matthew Stafford? Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. Did you hear the conspiracy theories about them? Nah. I was reading on, because uh, I listened to Lion's Den and that stuff that they have on, on podcasts and there. Conspiracies going around that Stafford threw the game for really? the Lions. Yeah. That's oh. what's going around. Interesting. Just like the, you know, the deflation yeah, deflate conspiracy. Gate. Yeah. Deflate gate. Yeah. Yeah. So that was going around. And then uh, Stafford, though, he's really nice. I mean, he was interviewed. Yeah. And he was like, I'm so happy that the Lions finally got this. He said, I wish it would have been in his time, but. Yeah. You know, interesting. Jeff Goff, uh, Jared Goff did a good job. So Jeff Goff, Jared, Jeff, Jeff Goff. I'm just gonna change his name right now. Uh, yeah. So they're gonna be playing the Buccaneers. Buccaneers surprisingly are doing really well. Really, all of a sudden in this wild card, mm. you know, playoff. So cool, cool, cool. See what happens, and I don't know. I think the Detroit Lions can take them. I think so too. I mean, it's gonna be a good game either way. Yeah, it should be. Should be a good game. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of myself on that one. Well, you know, the Rams were just Las Vegas had the Rams just taking the whole thing. Right. Yeah, the Lions were not gonna have a chance, and look what happened. Dang. So, uh, very good game, nail biter all the way through the end. Uh, I think a lot of people worried that you know it's gonna be a rough call that was gonna come down to again, deci- yeah, decision maker, but it didn't. I just want to say that you know the Lions, uh, you know Jesus is from the tribe of Judah, which they're he's often called the Lion of Judah. Right. I'm hey. just saying there might be a connection hey. um, between the lions and, you know, the divine. Possibly. Could be. Possibly. Uh, but anyways, you know, sometimes 30 years, you know, this is another thing too. Check this out. 30 years it took before Jesus started his ministry. 30 years it took for us to get to the playoffs. These are all conspiracy theories that I'm willing to put out there. I'm well, just saying. I mean, hey, I, I'm, I'm about it. <laughs> I'm about it. Let's Amy's, go. Amy's like. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> I'm just going to sip on my water. It's a little bit of a stretch. Is it a stretch, Amy? Because Is I think that God definitely sometimes has his hands and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be. All the pies. Yeah. And I think it could be. <laughs> yeah. I cannot all right the now. Pies. You're like, sometimes God has his hand in stuff. Well, you, you know what? You sound so theological right I'm just now. saying that, you know, sometimes God feels sorry for us. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give you this one. Oh, here you go, guys. Here you go, guys. 
<laughs> you've, been, you've been faithful for so long. Why do long? you think we've been stacking the deck in their lines? We've been pulling on a lot of Christians. Heard. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot with you, too. A lot too. of the players Heard are Christians. Home. I'm just saying, they found Jesus. Is it? Hey, you know, is that a correlation? Is it? Possibly. Um, Could be. This is why we call it a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> I like conspiracy theories, just not about lions. Detroit Lions. Well, wow. Next wow. We see what your yeah, priorities are. Come on now. Our next conspiracy theory, why ducks quack. We'll be talking about that next week. Uh, we'll take an ID break. Be right back. Woohoo! There's more to say. Get your feet moving. Get up from your office desk and start jiggling it. Yes, let's do this. You're on the more podcast. We'll be right back. That is so coffee. gross. <laughs> I haven't had my coffee and I'm I'm sad. Are you? Yes. I just I can't dribbled on myself. Coffee. Yeah. It's nice. That sounds like a wonderful problem. (laughs) You have coffee and I don't. I do have coffee. (laughs) This is even better one. Here's the thing. Mm. Everyone that drinks coffee, this is what happens. This is my theory. What is it? Yellow teeth? Well, that. (laughs) (laughs) But they always say, here, hold my coffee. Yeah, right. Okay. And you hold their coffee and somehow it manages to get on you and you don't drink the coffee. And then they're holding their coffee and they spill their coffee on themselves. The coffee always spills. It always spills on me, someone who doesn't necessarily drink coffee all the time. And it always spills on the person that's drinking the coffee. You always spill the coffee. Mark my words. It's not a conspiracy. It's actually a true story. I'm it's true know. life. I think there's counseling in our future at some point. I, I think it might be. No, it is real life. Figure it out. You just figure, spilled. Figure. Is this the real life? This is yeah. the real is this life. Just fantasy? It's not fantasy. <laughs> well, what you consider a spill. Caught in a landslide. I consider incense. I think it was what's on me. It's like I'm a diffuser for coffee. It's a rather fragrant yes. musk. I'm a walking diffuser when coffee gets oh, on me. Yes. Oh, man. Did you know that that is... Um, the latest scent to put in your car. What is it? It's like a huge thing. It's an air freshener to hang in your car. It's a special little bottle thing. Uh-huh. And it smells like coffee. Why Why wouldn't you? It's all the trend and all the rage right now. Like the Stanley Did you find Cups. that on TikTok? I did. <laughs> yeah. But you want to know how big of a rage it is? How big? When I was in Indonesia, our little taxi people that were driving us around, they yeah. had them. Did they? Dang. Yeah, we don't even have one in our car, but they had them in Indonesia. Well, well you, Alex, you need to fix that. She wouldn't let me put it in there. Oh, she I, don't like, I really like the smell of coffee. Well, then why don't you mind when I spill it on myself and I'm walking around with Because <laughs> then she spills it on herself when you ask her to hold it for you. Yeah, yeah right. Why don't but you want to smell like, like operator error? Well, yeah. because that I want like, you to look professional and nice, not like you just... You know, I had a coffee and you didn't this bother. The, this is the weirdest conspiracy theory ever. I know. Everybody spills coffee on themselves whenever somebody hands you them coffee. Right. I don't know. It's a it, is. Watch. it is. Just it's, you wait. It's an operating. No, I think just you watch. It happens every single time. I think time. you might have a twitch. No. <laughs> I think that might be. <laughs> I think it might be. It. I see we've worn our special jeans today. <laughs> well, they can't see me on the podcast. They cannot. These are my awesome jorts. Jeans. I am jorts serious. On? Those jeans, when they go in the wash, I am getting rid of them. What? What? They These have are, paint all over them, and he's they, wearing them. They the have one, one spot. There is not one I've spot. I've got holes in mine, and I still wear them. We have green, white, burgundy, burgundy, a hole here. I Which would not it's have not even, even noticed cool, that unless you it's put, not even a cool it hole. Like he's not at a cool level on that. 
I can make it cool. You <laughs> just open it up even bigger, right? Absolutely. Do you ever wonder why, you know, I've seen people with the jeans that are like super ripped. Imagine them trying to get those things on. I mean, your foot is going to go through one of those holes. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep ripping them bigger when they put their foot holes. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, hey, look, I'm more fashionable. Now. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's uh, very fashionable. Not I did see really. on TikTok how they make those and they use actual tools like, really? like wire brushes and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, to make those. Huh. So you're paying a lot of money for somebody to sit there with a wire brush tool. Yeah, a wire brush to make it better. Uh, okay well we got a few twitters that have come in while we've been gabbing They're called again. tweets tweets <laughs> don't get on twitter paid about the twitters <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the fax machine it's here it just we put it on silence so you can't hear oh okay, okay. Me, that's a shame me, 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 me. Yeah. i'm just kidding loving the idea for a podcast bingo game good I'm glad somebody else is on our side uh square suggestions when someone gets up in your section Ooh, that's an automatic square automatic square so it depends on where you're sitting, though. True. If I was going to play the game to win, I want to send a section where there's babies, yes. little kids. I'm just saying. Or old people. Or old people, yeah. You want to be in one of those sections because yeah. that's going to be an automatic square Especially for you. Especially if you see them drinking coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I would be the one to be like, can I refill your coffee for you? Absolutely. I mean, but but then I, you'd be getting up, so then you're still getting yourself a bingo that's square. That's true, yeah. You're still getting yourself a bingo square. Though. If I get up and go. I think that's kind of cheating. That, well, is it? Because... because if, if it's one of the squares and it's like somebody hasn't gotten up yet and it's near the end of the service, I'm going to get up. <laughs> That's what I would do. Like, <laughs> no, it should be like, <clears throat> it shouldn't like be game. like just anyone getting up. It should be somebody with special, a baby. Like, so make it age specific. Like if no, you're not, in, no being ageist. But well, if you're in a section what? like a senior citizen gets up during the service or a Who? mom you're with a baby, senior citizen. No, that's There's too no such easy. Thing as ageism. How like is that be easy? Better if it was like, um, if Pastor Alex gets up and goes to the bathroom, a square on your card. That if, well, if yeah, two okay. people with babies gets up in your section, right? If a blonde-haired know. mom gets up with a baby, no, <laughs> right? <laughs> that would really make it hard for oh, some people. Gosh. Yeah. If a grandparent, if a grandparent decides to take a baby for their yes. kid. Can out. you imagine that? Then you start asking someone that looks older and you're like, hey, excuse me, are you yeah, a grandparent? Grandkids here. <laughs> and it's just their kids. Hi, my name is Alex. Welcome to church. What's your age? This is derailing quickly. <laughs> I need a bingo square. I need, a, I need the bingo square now. That would make, you know, handshaking time a lot more Impressive, entertaining. entertaining, yeah, because people going around trying to find out how old are you? How yeah. old are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you got any kids? <laughs> Do you have kids? Are you a grandparent? Are you a grandparent? Uh, are those kids that you're holding right now, are they yours? I just want to know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to go into an interesting little segment on things we should have in our car for the na by the National Weather Society, other than the coffee air freshener, other than the mm. coffee air freshener, dehydrated it's water. Have. Um, Naturally. there's some other things on the list they want you to have during the cold seasons. We'll oh. be right back after 90 break all right we want you to know god more deeply find lasting freedom discover your destiny and make an eternal difference more podcasts All right, so usually every year the National Weather Society puts out a list of things you should have in your car to be prepared and uh, safe driving conditions for you. As you may get caught in a snowstorm, you may get caught in a blizzard, whiteout, whatever it may be, especially in an area, uh, and you don't want to be not having certain things to help you through those times. Um, Amy, let me just ask you, what are some things that you think should be in your car for these kind of conditions that we're experiencing right now? A blanket. 
A blanket. That's a good one. Now, is it any kind of blanket or just is it one of those uh, thermal blankets you put on that's like paper thin that you use? <laughs> or are you talking about an actual blanket blanket? I'm talking about an actual blanket blanket, but you should probably have the other one too. Oh, really? In case there's hypothermia involved. and Sure. You wrap, never know. Wrap yourself up like a little burrito. Oh, burritos. Burrito blanket. A burrito blanket. <gasps> I want yeah, a burrito. We just about it. You want Do a you bur- want a burrito? I want a burrito. Wow. Burritos. That just kind of got off track really good. quick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're talking about trying to save people's lives here, not burritos right now. Okay. okay. Anyway, feeding people is saving lives. Yeah. What would you think, Mike? What would you need in your car? A thermos full of hot chocolate or coffee. Or coffee. Yeah. All um, the time, like every day, you're gonna gun. make that. Yeah, you never <laughs> some, know. Some sort of road flare. Yeah. Um, I uh, first aid kit. First aid kit. That's Ooh, good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, a my shovel. car has a plug in a the back. Shovel. I can plug in a Keurig, and I can have coffee on, on the go. Helpful. Yeah. So if I needed something, I just plug it into the back and go. Helpful. Yeah, it is good. All right, so the National Weather Society has given us a list of things that we should be ready for, storm preparedness. Uh, one of the first things on their list is a mobile battery pack. You guys seen those before yep. for your cell phones. Uh, make sure one of those one. is charged. Uh, you definitely don't want to uh, be without your cell phone, especially if you've got a call for emergency help or, you know, tow truck or whatever. Absolutely. So basically, they say have a, a mobile battery pack. So even in winter storms and with uh, power flickering, uh, basically what they're saying is you can still uh, send updates on Facebook. Absolutely. So, or TikTok. Or helpful. TikTok, yeah. So that's TikTok, helpful. Snapchat. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you're, if you're in a, in a snowstorm situation, and I mean, nowadays, I mean, do you want that information just like going nowhere? You want your friends to know. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I'm stuck in a snowbank right now, and this yeah. is really cool. Hanging out with my wife or it's husband. The best especially way to tell if them. your calls keep yeah. dropping out. And right, yeah. You can't get a hold of anybody. It's Facebook. And you can take selfies. Of True. You, you know, you're both freezing in the car. Yeah. I mean, it's all very helpful. It's Absolutely. helpful. I would think, too, that if you have little ones, you're going to want something where they can watch, you know, a movie. True. I've been learning learning a lot about Bluey. Is that what his name Bluey. is? Bluey. Bluey, yeah. Yeah. My 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 nephews taught me about Bluey and uh, a little Australian dog. Oh. It's a dingo. It's a dingo. Yeah. It's a dingo. I didn't talk about the dingoes eating the baby, though. <laughs> yeah. He, I hope not. Oh, <laughs> well, you know yeah. about that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're we cool. We don't talk about the dingo. We're we don't on. talk about it anymore. Yeah, but uh, Bluey is a nice dingo. Yes, and he has a family of was it two kids, three kids. I have never seen it. Why are you looking at me like I've seen? Did it? You didn't watch it with the nephews. No, I, mean, I, I did that's not. That's all they made me watch is Bluey. They're like you want to watch Bluey? I'm like, no, no I, I don't really want to watch Bluey. Bluey. I don't want to watch it. All right, another thing on the list is uh, crank powered flashlight. Oh yeah, that's yeah, smart. You wind them no up. batteries. Yeah. yeah, nice. You wind them up. Uh, basically, what it does for you in the car. What they're saying is that it gives your children something to do for hours to keep warm. Because if you're <laughs> cranking it right, you're going to be getting that blood flow. Right, you're going to be warm. So you hand your kids to crank flagellate, and you just make it uh, flagellate flashlight. Oh. <laughs> what? In the world, what he said, did you say flagellate flagellate or flat? I don't want it flagellating in the car. I don't, I don't want that happening. Aren't those two different words, flagellation and flatulation? I think that's what she was trying to say. It's like a combination of the two. Uh, Like it would be torture if it did happen to the car when you're stuck there (laughs) and you can't roll the window, you can't roll down the window. So it would be abuse to everybody. Or if you're stuck in a ditch with the snow and you can't open the doors either, right? Yeah, you're just like in there. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not a good time. It's not a good time. I, you know, I read somebody told me one time that if you're stuck out in like a ditch, like you went off the road, to get out and start packing around your car, snow, because it acts as an insulator to keep it warm. Ooh, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, I was like, that's a brilliant idea because that's what they do with igloos, right? Yeah, it's I think basically so. people just living very in smart snow. I don't know. It's something to think about. 
another thing on their list, which is interesting, uh, the uh, NOAA, you know, N-O-A-A, NOAA, the Weather Association, uh, wow. that watches for storms and stuff. Uh, basically, they say have that weather radio uh, in the car for you. You know, you might, so you can listen to what's going on around yeah, you, yeah, yeah. if the storm's going to be up, what's going on. Sometimes you can also pick up on those, the AM radio station that talks about the plows coming through. Uh, they also say that it's helpful for grandma and grandpa, just because the weather channel is off the air in a storm, they can still know what's going on. And so if you know anything <laughs> about our seniors, they love- As long as there's AM radio, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they love. I Literally I've, all they watch. I have not met one senior at a certain age. Uh, usually he's about 16 older, where the weather channel is not like on all the time. Right. Right. That's all they talk about is the weather, right? Well, my granddad uh, always watches Fox News. Okay. Or CNN, depending yeah. on which one it is. But always usually, on. Usually it's just the news or right. the weather. Yeah. Or, the, yeah. Or he's got um, like swing music, like 1940s jazz. <laughs> he's got that playing in the background all the time. It's yeah, right. the news or the music. That's all the good stuff right there. That's all good stuff. That's well, all I need. I was watching uh, one time. I went over to my parents' house. They had it on nonstop, 24-7. Yep. The Weather Channel. Yep. And uh, they lived in Kentucky, so there's not like a lot of weather going on there. Um, no. But they were always watching it. But they used to call when there was. When we would have stuff going on yeah, in our area. They're like, hey, did you see a storm coming your way? Yeah, it happens every day for us. Uh, yeah. We got a snowstorm. Uh, but yeah, you can imagine grandma and grandpa, when they're away from that kind of stuff, it would be difficult for them to handle it. Oh, yeah. Handle Understood. the experience, yeah. Uh, the other thing. Oh, Mike, you, you hit this one right on the head. Uh, having a first aid kit. Yep. Yeah, first aid kit with band-aids. You They're never know. You never know what you're going to need. Uh, but they also said in that first aid kit, make sure you pack lots and lots of Tylenol for moral support. Tylenol? Tylenol, yeah. For moral support? Well, because there's bound to be a lot of headaches going on yeah. uh, from being in a car with, you know, kids yelling and screaming and, you know, the spouse saying, hey. That's what I was, um, you yeah. know, get out, do I mean, something about this. I don't have kids in my car. I was thinking of the spouse. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking, thinking about the spouse. Of the, of the invisible <laughs> I told you this is going to happen, and now look. Yeah, are you right. going to do anything? No? Okay, okay. Well, I'm just going to sit here <laughs> We're just and sit. freeze to death, but you're not going to do anything. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die if you don't do something. Let's all remember, Mike is single, so he's having the conversation with himself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, this is just preparatory for when that does happen. He knows. He's preparing First for all, that was, everything. That was a good burn. <laughs> That was wow. a good turn. I know. That hurt. That hurt. Wow. Christian like, Love is just, just coming all over the place. Just it's Christian like knocking Love. you down, rubbing it in your face, and okay, yeah. I'm a helping hand. So Let me help you yeah. up. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me step on I Jesus. Am a loves you. Hand. I keep putting it out there every podcast that I'm on. He's single, ready to mingle. Yeah. Yeah. And he has conversations now outwardly well, with a spouse that doesn't exist. Well, now I have an audience. So. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> So, well, we could start posting his, uh, you know, email and phone number in the bulletin and just say, hey. That's oh, helpful. my God. Yeah. It's like the it's like Craigslist for That's a church. <laughs> These are the people that are single. Craigslist? But Mike, yeah, Craigslist. People find Do a you lot know of, how old that is? People find love on Craigslist it's still. It's still there, though. Yeah. That's so, no, people don't. That's weird. Oh. That is, I would not call it love. Oh, Let's gauntlet get off is of laid. That gauntlet challenge is made nope. right there. No, nope. off. What? I, and I'm guessing I don't have any say in this. No, I none. guess not. Yeah, I guess not. None. I think Craigslist is still a big deal. Alex. If I typed in Craigslist right now, I think you'd be surprised how many people are still on Craigslist. He's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, we could put him on Facebook Marketplace. The caliber of what's going on on Craigslist okay. is not worthy. Well, Facebook Marketplace then. I'm not so well, sure about that either. I don't know. <laughs> you want to buy a boat and Mike's single. 
It's all right in the same area. No. Hopefully someday you can get both. <laughs> yeah, right. A boat and Mike. Hey, it's a two for one. Two for one deal. That's for kind of good Christian girl at church. How about that? Well, but you got to put it out there because Christian girls, I'm just going to say it right now. Christian girls move really slow. Very slow. Yeah. They, they just, they're oblivious because they're not here for looking for a date. They're Listen, if you're, if you're the right guy and you are living the right life, I've seen Christian girls move real quick. What? Just saying. When? Just saying. When have you seen You that? two, just saying. Okay. But the, the exception does not make the rule though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It means that you two need to step it up. That's what that means. It, Let's go to know, an ID break. It that doesn't. It, that is so. <laughs> an ID break. We got one more. <laughs> that is so anti-feminist. I know. Uh, the only time this ever works well is like an Amish community, right? Because they set you up, right? They're like, hey, I've got. It's kind of why, why, why I want to be Indian, but I don't want to be Indian at the same time. Like because what, arranged marriages. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Arranged marriages. Uh, oh, like, I'm kind of mm. for arranged marriages, actually. Oh, my gosh. And you're going to probably arrange my marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it would be good if I did. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> for you. Hey. Listen, I don't want to toot my own horn, but. She's only she's only 30 years older than you are, but she's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> she has all of her teeth. That's a good thing. She has all of her teeth. And that is not a wig. That's her hair. Wow. Yeah. You know that's true. Silver Fox. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we need to start praying for Mike to find a mate. I, I thought you were just going to stop at Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please. Uh, please stop. <laughs> All right. Last one. Uh, non-perishable food items. Another good thing. Get your dehydrated water. Yeah, I was going to say dehydrated water. Yeah, that's right. Dehydrated water in there. But they also add one more thing, which is helpful. Pickles. Uh, no. Uh, actually, Pickle. they say uh, get Twinkies. Uh, the myth yeah, is that they Twinkies, never go bad. Yeah. Are the cockroaches of the food industry? Uh, they say basically make sure you stock up on those things didn't because they, they've they, got a lot going on for them. No. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, which I most likely am. Yeah. Didn't they use Twinkies in a nuclear bomb test and they said they can survive yeah. a nuclear bomb? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm. Science. Science. It's, <laughs> uh, again, dehydrated water, Twinkies. I mean, you, there's a lot going on there. You got like, uh, like mm. a soft, spongy bread. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs bread. Mm-hmm. Then there is sugar, and yes. there is some sort of like an egg or a cream going on in yes, there. Yes, there is a cream in there. Right. So right. those are helpful. However, deep fried Twinkies are the best. Those are good. Uh, oh, if you have a chance to <laughs> pack a deep fryer in your car, you'd be ready to go. Hey, listen. Yeah. Uh, you can find a small enough deep fryer. Right. I mean, you can. And put and it you, in your car. Exactly. Then and just while you're waiting for people to help you out of your absolutely. situation. Just have yourself a little uh, fish fryer, Twinkie fryer. Yeah. Fry up some chicken. I think it's good. I think it's good. Amy's you, <laughs> Amy's looking at hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry now. I am too. I actually want a burrito, but have you um seen the lady on TikTok that actually oh, cooks her TikTok meal again. in the car? No. But why I, is she cooking in the car? That doesn't make any sense. Because she has a special little like lunchbox and stuff. Really? Yeah, to do it. It's really cool. Whatever happened just to cold sandwiches? I mean, <laughs> It's, it's winter time. Who wants cold anymore? Uh, apparently not. And I mean, here's the thing: she like preps it all in there too. She brings a cutting board. She has this oh my thing. goodness, <laughs> that's a bit extra. That's I know. A bit it's extra. so extra. Like have a little preparation and then just throw it in there. Right. Yeah. But I would just whatever happened to the sandwiches? I mean, America grew up on sandwiches. Mm, now I want a sub sandwich. Oh my goodness! Who wants a sub? Do you want a sub? Yeah. <laughs> Can we call and place our order right now? DoorDash. DoorDash. Or a grinder. Mm, hey, that sounds sub- good. Ooh. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Can we stop talking about food? Let's take it's an ID break. We'll come back with the rapture rate news. <laughs> Woo! Wait. 
Hey, you just jumped into a whole hornet's nest of awesomeness. I'm just saying right now. You better get yourself ready because we got more stuff for you on the more podcast. Louise! Louise! Come on. Get over here because we're getting ready for the more podcast. Come on, Louise. Get rapture ready with your favorite host today, Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex Norton, as they come to you with information that you need to make it through the times coming ahead and more. Jordy's back. Darn pay. Oh, Jordy. Jordy's I think you have that last comment about the uh, banana combs. I think we could make a comeback with them because a lot of kids don't even know what they are now. Hey. I mean, you'd be like, hey, this is a brand new thing that's out there. Banana combs. I think that's what they did with parachute bell-bottom pants. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen seen, um, girls in this school wear bell-bottoms. Right. Yeah. I think somebody brought back back Janko jeans. What are those? What is Janko jeans? Oh, I can't remember how to describe them. Janko? Yeah, G-E-N-K-O, I think it is. Yeah. G instead of J? Well. Wait, no. Kind of like Sarah. G's old pizza. This whole podcast has got me all sorts of brain clusters. (laughs) It was a J. J-E-N-K-O. I don't even know. I'm questioning everything in my life. Everything about you. completely different. How's it spelled? I don't know. C- J-N-C-O? Yeah, that. Yeah. C-E-R-A. I have never heard that. Was that a 90s thing? Yeah. Janko jeans. It was 90s, early 2000s. I, I'm just, I've never given my Levi's and Wranglers. It was a brand. Yeah, it was a brand. All right, Rapture Ready News. Uh, rapper getting backlash for depicting himself as Jesus Christ just recently. Oh. Uh, rapper Montero Lamar Hill, also Lil known. X. Little, yes. Yeah, Little Nas X apologized He's Monday stupid. amid backlash to recent material he released that prompted accusations of mocking Christianity. He is reported as saying, I know I messed up really bad this time. Hill, who became famous for his 2018 hit song, Old Town Road, which we know that song, right? Yes. He Old should be canceled. Road. Don't sing it. He should be canceled. Literally, oh, he, can't. he should okay. be canceled. Uh, he said in an Instagram video, he said even more, he says, I, I can... Uh, I can act unbothered all I want, but it's definitely taking a mental toll on me. I'm not some evil demon guy trying to destroy everybody's values and stuff like that. That's not me. Uh, Hill, who recently claimed to be entering his Christian era, issued the apology on the heels of the release of his new song, J. Christ. The music video of, of the song, which suggests his career comeback is akin to Jesus rising from the dead, uh, depicts him on a cross. And also evokes biblical Im- imagery such as Jacob's ladder and Noah's flood. Uh, the video closes by quoting Second Corinthians five seventeen, which says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come; the old has gone; the new is here." In the lead up to that's just blasphemy right there. Uh, in the lead up to the single's release, Hill tweeted, uh, "Twittered." <laughs> An image of himself <laughs> being lifted on a cross and also published a video on Instagram and TikTok that depicted him dressed as Jesus while he's mockingly partook of the Lord's Supper in a church. Hill tweeted a fake acceptance letter to Liberty University last week that appeared to show he had been accepted to the evangelical institution next fall for a dual concentration in Christian leadership and biblical studies. But after talking to Liberty University, they said they had never received any uh interest in their school from him Ooh, and they never sent a letter yikes. 
So he's trying to backtrack and make this better, but uh, huge backpedaling. Yeah. So also, well, then that would be a lie, right? And then all the blasphemy involved. I mean, I saw a little bit of the video uh, on Instagram, and he's literally being hoisted on a cross. Yeah. And he looks up to heaven and he's saying something. I didn't listen to all the lyrics, but he's doing the whole, you know, thing of looking like Jesus dying on the cross. Uh, yeah, we got some issues there. Is it mental illness? I don't know. So if he wasn't meaning to mock, right? then what was he meaning to do? Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway. No matter what you do, it's That's... not right. I mean, to even come close, portray yourself as Jesus Christ, uh, that you're Jesus, basically, because this song is about him being like Jesus, not in the, not in the way we talk about in church. You know, but he's talking about himself being Jesus in the sense that he's like him in his fame. Really? That's what the song's about? Basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. I mean, you really can't even read the words because there's a lot of swearing in it, but... Oh, yeah, because he says, oh, I'm back. I'm back like Jesus. Yeah. That was the whole thing. I'm not the first person to dress up as Jesus. I'm not the first rapper, and I won't be the last, which, right. I mean, like, many churches have done cantatas and... yeah music plays musicals whatever right. and movies jesus goes on the cross somebody goes on the cross a lot of times movies yeah of course but it's not in there's, the there's a difference of, between saying yeah. you're like portraying yeah, yourself weird. as that person or like, as in a depiction in a movie like passion of the christ right yeah saying Jacob you Jesus, are jesus yeah yeah that's different right yeah it's a fine line i mean even people that do that kind of stuff don't necessarily you know want anybody to think of them as jesus is just doing a visual portrayal of it right i just thought it was interesting that at the close of his video he uses that passage in second corinthians five seventeen, where he says therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old is gone the new is here it's almost like he's saying well you know i'm i'm if yeah. you believe in me you're going to have a new understanding of like the rap and all this stuff just ridiculous this is interesting too because he says though i don't agree with all of christianity's rules or whatnot i know not everybody follows christianity by the book 100 percent, or the world would be a lot crazier but i do apologize for that he said which is interesting that he would even say that he tried to get into this christian school right yeah, but he doesn't right. even believe 100 percent with it, it yeah. there's so much controversy and so much hypocritical um, there's so much hypocrisy that surrounds it. Right. Cause the guy, I mean, every time he goes on the runway to like take pictures and stuff and he's, he's doing photo ops, he's always dressed like a, a female. Yep. Right. Yeah. Are you sure you're not confusing him with Sam Smith? No, no, no. The, the picture for this, uh, that he's was like an angel costume. He's like an angel like, costume, weird, but it's like very, like, like in, very the in, the, in the video. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. When no, he's taking like, pictures for the video. Oh, the video gotcha, the video. gotcha, gotcha. I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, and so he's standing there, and he's like a, looks like a female. Is that? Uh, yeah, he he dresses a lot, like, uh, very feminine. Right. I would yeah. Say, yeah. It's just so much, and you know what's bad is that there are so many uh, impressionable kids that very much so that pick up on his music, and they know that one song by him. I mean, it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. how impressionable they are, and. They don't probably think anything of it. They probably think, you know, hey, you know, he's just being hip, just doing That's something. the thing, though, about about this, about this music in general, is that you have to find the intent behind it before mm-hmm. you really get into it. So even though it has a good meaning, or I mean a, a, good, a good beat, and it's catchy and all of that, like even that song of his right. has a really bad meaning behind it and all of that. So right. he's, he's not like, it's not portraying something fantastic anyway. Right. So to, you know, to have like your child listen to that or even us listen to that, like it's, it's not appropriate right? to mm-hmm. know what he stands for. That's another thing, you know, I mean, 
It's one thing to sing about, you know, a relationship with somebody, but to know what's really the intent behind these songs that you're listening to on secular radio is a whole nother thing. Yeah, it's bad. That's why they say on Christian radio, I think it's on Caleb, they say positive hits and it's like, it's a safe, it's a safe environment for everyone to listen to because you don't have to filter through what your kid is going to hear when you're in the car. Right. You have to worry about it because it's safe. Right, yeah, it's not going to be talking about something that you're against. There was another one. I don't know if you guys remember this song, um, and I'm not going to get it all, but it's basically about um, kicks, and they... um, Oh, yeah. Pumped up kicks. Pumped up kicks. Do you know what that song is about? It's about a shooting. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. I, you know, it was, it was so bad. One, uh, last, last year I was teaching in school and, um, I said, you know, I, the song comes on all the time and I, it just gets my attention because it reminds me of songs that I grew up with. And, uh, they're the like, beat. yeah, they're like the beat. And they're like, you know what that song's about? I'm like, not really. I mean, I, I don't really listen to the lyrics very much. And then they're like, that's about a school shooting. I'm like, what? So I look it up, start reading the lyrics and I'm like, oh my goodness. That is totally about that. So I was just like totally dumbfounded. But um, and they all knew what it was about. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. But you'll, you, at that time, you would hear kids singing it, adults singing it and stuff. And it's like, has a very, very catchy tune. Yeah. It's very catchy. And it was used on tons and tons of TikToks, right? Yeah. But that's what it's about. Like, that's what we're celebrating with it. Right. Culture all, of, yeah, murder. It's and, no good. Right. Not at all. Yeah. So, you know, just looking at this situation, I think as parents, especially as we're talking about it being in times, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with you as a parent getting super involved in what your kids are into. Yeah. I think, you know, there was a time where parents could kind of coast a little bit, like it wasn't a yeah. big deal, didn't have to worry about it too much, but we're in a time where things that seem very good or, you know, saying, posing as an angel of light coming into the situation is not. It is becoming uh, something that we have to be on the guard for all the time, no matter yeah. what it is. I mean, even some of the stuff that, you know, seems very harmless. Um, we were, um, I was talking to my sister-in-law, there was a cartoon that came on that all the kids were talking about because it's so cute, had cute little animals, mm-hmm. but they had a mom and a mom and a dad and a dad in the show. Yeah. And, and it was very prevalent, but because of the, the way the show was written, it just kind of looks cute and you know, everybody, you know, it's normal. Yeah. Um, so there's something that we got to be very careful and she doesn't let her kids watch that, but, um, it was just something that you, you have to be very careful of anymore. You just cannot yeah. coast anymore as a, as a parent. You know, you just cannot coast. Yeah. Um, there's a, if you've never heard of it, it's called the Daily Wire. It's got a bunch of like, uh, if you haven't heard per- about it, you're living under a rock because right, yeah. exactly. it's amazing. But yeah. they also came out with this uh, channel called Bent Key. It's basically for kids. And it's like safe movies and safe TV shows for kids. Right. For like Christian values or, you know, just super safe for kids and very entertaining. Uh, they even made um, a Snow White movie. Okay. Um, in response to the new Snow White movie that they yeah. were trying to come out with for, for Disney. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it should, be, I'd say get a subscription to that, to Bent Key. Yeah. If, if I'll have to that, check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like to just check it out just for myself. Uh, yeah. And I mean, one of the things that just you shocked me. You would like me, to watch children's I do watch, I, you yourself. know, I watch cartoons. I just, cartoons are awesome. yeah, sure. I, watch I cartoons. just wanted to make sure everyone knew that. If if I had if I had grandkids <laughs> in my house, we'd be watching cartoons all the time. Right. Yeah, I would. Absolutely. I'd know hands down. I watch. Cartoons Not with me, just for the record. Not with you. Yeah, you don't watch them. Um, no. Usually with you, it's Hallmark. Um, <laughs> so it's like nonstop. You know. 
you know, one of the things that hit the news, which was uh, apart from this this um, this story, uh, a, a man was made a queen at his school prom queen um and i'm trying i didn't get the story up i wasn't thinking about talking about it. maybe i'll talk about it next week um but basically uh he was voted in by the school as a prom queen and you can tell he's he's a boy with makeup on yep. wearing a dress and the school's like yeah this is amazing so the parents are an outraged over this absolutely i think it's maybe in ohio i'm not sure uh, they're outraged that this even happened. They can't believe the school even let it go on. Um, they're protesting the whole thing. Um, but they're like, we can't do anything about it because the kids voted on it. You know, when is when is adults do we let let children, you know, dictate morals? I mean, it, we're, we're teaching them morals. They don't teach us morals. I just, yep. uh, it's interesting. All right, we're going to take an IE break and we'll be right back. Where curiosity meets insight. Tune in, delve deeper, and discover more. All right, here we are with our big question, uh, or not a big question, but our <laughs> our question for uh, this week. We do have the big question next week. We're going to be taking, uh, pulling out a name of our magic hat Ooh. to decide who is going to win one of our new podcast t-shirts that we just got. Fun times. Um, that is the big prize now is the podcast t-shirts. Uh, so it's pretty exciting to have those. You too can wear Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex's face on your stomach. Who, who wouldn't want to? Who, who wouldn't want yeah, to? Raise your a, hand. This is a good question. Who right. would not want to wear I, those two beautiful mugs on your face? I don't see stomach? anyone's hands. Oh, why? Right here. I thought it was rhetorical. Who yeah, doesn't does. want to wear them? Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. We're all wanting to wear them. And you both raised your hand. Oh, yeah. We want to wear What? I'm confused, okay? <sighs> you lost the brain cells when we talked about dehydrated no, water. No, <laughs> I, I had the brain cells. No, Proof I, right there. That whole, ma- that whole thing makes sense. I don't even want to go over that subject again. But yeah, that whole thing makes sense to me. Um, or maybe there were no brain cells in the first place. Oh, I think- let's go to an ID oh, break. That no, was let's great. let's not go to an ID break. <laughs> oh, you don't have control of the ID breaks. I do. <laughs> He's mad bored. He's mad bored, okay? <laughs> don't even come up. Don't even put your hand over here. It's time my, for a break. My, you my stay on that side. Controller. Of you yeah. stay on that side. There's a That's line on the side. table. Do not move over here. I need a little, like, drum roll when I'm getting ready. For no, you don't. No, you don't. Goodness gracious. Uh, okay, so if you want to be a part of the Harbor Light uh, Bible Trivia question, just send it to HarborLightBibleTrivia at gmail.com. HarborLightBibleTrivia at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you want your name. If you, no, if you want one of those, yeah, if you want your t shirt with their These are awesome. T- I'm just going to say these t shirts are active wear t shirts. So they are active wear 50% cotton, 50% polyester, which means they stretch and they whisk away. That doesn't. First yeah, of all, you don't whisking. whisk it. They're wicking. You're not they're whisking, whisking it. Wicking anywhere. away. That's so baking. I can say whisk. You can say wick. Whatever. Right? Sometimes and you got to whisk it to get act, a biscuit. <laughs> acting is normally, what? active wear is normally wicking. Yeah, it's wicking. That's but what I meant. But 50-50 is not wicking. Let's not pretend like it's something that is not. It's, it's wicking. super stretchy. I know that. And it does wick. And it does is wick. Is it poly? Yeah, polyester. So it's like 50% poly, 50% cotton. So it won't shrink in the dryer. You guys Supposedly. are so lucky. So you'll have to wear it all the time. Because it won't shrink. It won't shrink. It'll be around forever. Well, the one I made originally was 100% cotton. You dry it once and it's about the size. It's about the right size for my dog. No. Right. That so, always happens. Yeah, it's so always a fun time. All right. So what was the question for from last week? Who warned 
Pilate. <laughs> Not to condemn Jesus to death. Who warned him? Are you sure it's Pilate or Pilate? I think it might have been Pilate. <laughs> yeah. that's, Pilate. The, that's the Greek expression of that. Pilate. Pilate. Who was it? <laughs> it was his wife. Oh, and we did have people answer that, and they got it correct. Yeah. So they are now. That was last week? So yeah. I thought that was the week before. No. No, you're missing time. This is the snowstorm. Snow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Snow I thought there was a whole week. Snow in time blindness. I was on last week and blindness this week. Is right. Boy, that dehydrated water really messed you up. It really know. did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to go. Uh, those names are going to go in the hat. We've got that. Now, this week we have a new question, Mike. What is that? Who was Priscilla's husband? Ooh, Priscilla. No, don't no. give any <laughs> hints. Goodness. You're working. Do you see his face? He was I'm working not up for anything. A I'm not saying anything. You know what I'm doing right now? It's been a lot of fun for me because I love Bible trivia. I found a website that's free, and I can go on there and play Bible trivia until my heart's content. Hey. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Hey. So who is Priscilla? You almost said it. You almost spouse. said it. Carry on. It's Priscilla's spouse. If you have the answer to that, send it to HarborLineBibleTrivia at gmail.com. HarborLineBibleTrivia at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be right take back. take an ID break. With an ID break and Bible talk. <laughs> I want to hear that one again. Welcome to the Water Podcast. <laughs> Pastor Alex and Pastor Gary. Are you ready to feel rejuvenated? I know I am. <laughs> this is Francine coming to you with Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex. Get you ready. We're going to talk about Jesus. It's going to be a good time. All right. Let's go. All right, so we're back with Bible Trivia, and uh, we are going to be talking about John chapter 17, verse 6 through 19. Pastor Gary preached on this last week. Uh, it's great. I think it's great that he's back. I mean, yes. we had a scare with him, if you don't know. Uh, last uh, Sunday before, he was not feeling so well. Actually, felt like his heart was really beating heavy. <laughs> so he went in to uh, get it checked out. Everything checked out good. Woohoo! So praise the Lord on that. Um, so they're just going to keep an eye on it and make sure that's okay. But um, yeah, so we all had a scare around here. We we're like, oh my goodness, Pastor Gary is having a heart attack or something going on. So we uh, we were happy to see him preaching on Sunday. It just kind of reassures us all that uh, you know God's still at work and still doing a miracle. Uh, but in John chapter 17, verse 6 through 19, uh, Jesus has been having this whole chapter 17 talking about a prayer that he made uh, to God about things that were happening. The first part, uh, which is one through five, is where he's praying for himself as he prepares to go to the cross, uh, getting his heart right and, and basically reminding us as he's praying how important his next battle is going to be and what he needs to do. Uh, but then this next part, he switches gears and he starts praying for his disciples that will be left here to do the work of sharing the gospel when he goes prepare a place for us. And although the Holy Spirit will be with us, uh, he wanted to make sure that we were prayed for. And it's really a prayer that we look at now in the church as something that he's prayed for all of us, not just those disciples, but for all of us. And so we want to look at that that prayer. So uh, Pastor Amy, you have the scripture. If you would read that for us and we'll get into the study. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer. 
but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, and they too may be truly sanctified. Very good. Thank you. So the the first part of this is like verses 6 through 8. We can break this down into different sections. But 6 through 8, we really see the revelation of God to the disciples. He's revealing himself. Jesus acknowledges that he has revealed God to those whom God gave him out of the world. He didn't like try to hide anything. He basically gave them all the information they needed to know. And the disciples, um, for their for their benefit, accepted it. And now they're getting ready to preach the word and they understood it. Jesus did a good enough job for them to understand it. All right, so the revelation of God to the disciples, he revealed a lot to them. He revealed that he was a son of God. But what, what are some other things that revealed about himself that we know of in the gospels? All right, so the revelation of, of God to the disciples in verses six through eight was very um very specific. I mean, we realize in the text that Jesus is saying that uh, he acknowledges who he is and what he has done. He is God. The disciples know that he is God, um, but you know they they needed to understand what he was. But there were some other things that, as Jesus uh, had been training them all along for these three and a half years of what they needed to know. What are some things that you can remember from scripture that he, he taught them other than the fact that he is God? He did reveal a lot to them about heaven, about what it is to uh, see what's to come as his disciples. Uh, what are some things that you picked up from scripture about that, that Jesus is maybe implying? Here? Well, he also, you know, taught them that he's their Messiah. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good thing. That was the whole plan and right. purpose yeah. was to teach them that, 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 and that he's coming back again. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, the big thing is obviously the, the cross is uh, pivotal because if if he doesn't die on the cross, then we don't have salvation, eternal life. And so that was an important aspect for them to understand being the Messiah. Um, but he also reveals to them, you know, the fact that he's definitely at some point going to go away so that right. things will continue forward. And then you guys are going to be here uh, doing the work for me. Uh, of course, they're going to have Holy Spirit, which they have heard in the prior chapter in 16. But still, the fact is that they're going to be doing it on their own and Jesus is not going to be standing with them the whole time like he had been at that point. And I think that'd be kind of a scary thing, but the revelation of knowing who he is, I think is confirming for them. It's an assurance knowing that um, what he did is obviously uh, true because we saw it happen in front of us. We saw people get healed. We saw people uh, receive uh, miracles. Uh, Jesus even said a few times their sins are forgiven by him. So establishing his divinity because only Mm -hmm. God can Mm -hmm. forgive sins. So there's a lot of revelation involved with that. Uh, then we get to the the next part where, you know, the prayer for the disciples, he doesn't just pray that they're going to go out and do the work, but it says that he prays for their protection, which I think is interesting in verse 11, because we realize that all of the disciples, except for one, all, you know, had a martyred end. Yeah. They all died for the faith. So, you know, what is he praying for protection over? What is that about? Well, I would say that he's probably praying for the protection of the, the message that they're going to share, that they don't get uh, drawn away from it, right? They yeah. don't get caught up in uh, the temptations of the world to sin. I mean, of course, they're going to have fear because what's the first thing that happens when Jesus dies on the cross? They all go hide up in a room yeah, because they weren't sure what was going to happen next. Right. And so he's praying that that does not, you know, take root in their life, that they're going to continue forward. Mm-hmm. They're going to have... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, the, the message that they were given to, uh, continue on. 
And so, you know, God's desire for them was that everything that they would do is all about the message. How do I keep the message moving forward? And so the protection really is not necessarily your physical protection, but protection of over what they're going to be sharing. Let's continue on. And I think it's a neat thing because the disciples, what they do from the moment they hear the message and then when finally they realize that this is their, this is going to be their reality, they're going to have to take the message out. uh, They realize that we've got to uh, do this regardless of, right? And so the frustration and the fears and all those things uh, that would be normal for any of us, you know, God's saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to watch over that for you. I'm going to help you be bold. And we see that over and over again. We see the disciples being bold when they would share the message before kings uh, of the Roman government, uh, when they would share it before uh, people that were in opposition, Paul, you know, gets stoned and beaten. He still shares yep. the gospel. Um, so the message never changes. It always yeah. continues to be the same. And I think that's a really, really a powerful thing to realize that, you know, wouldn't it be easier to say, okay, you know what? I won't say that because I don't want you to be upset. It didn't happen that way. They continued to move forward in that. Uh, and then the other thing that, that we see in this uh, this prayer is the disciples being in the world in verses 14 through 16. And so Jesus points out that his disciples are, are not of this world, even as he is not of this world. And he, then he emphasizes the distinctiveness of their mission in life from the world around them. I mean, at no way can we compromise the truth just because we don't want to deal with opposition. Right. And so he's praying that the disciples in the world would be um, able to handle the pressure of what was going on. And uh, I don't know, have you guys ever experienced it before in your life where, uh, you know, you're sharing your faith, but you're getting some pushback, some opposition? It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult. Especially yeah. if it's somebody that you really care about and, and you don't want to have that kind of discussion with them, that maybe an argument or whatever. Uh, it is difficult. And then sometimes you just get this position where you're like, okay, I'm just not going to say any more because I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that would have obviously not worked in this situation if Jesus would have not... Um, you know, encourage them and prayed for them that, you know, in this world, it's a heads up. You're going to find opposition because people don't like what I was saying. They're not going to like what you're saying. And that, maybe that's a marker for us. You know, if we're living in a culture today where everybody's like, oh, I just love, I love how the Christians act and respond and do things. It might be a heads up for us to say, maybe we're not telling them the whole story. You know, sometimes we don't though. Right. You know, one of the things I was reading is uh, in Barna, the statistic is that a lot of churches don't even want to talk about hell anymore. They're they're They don't want to hurt people's feelings about the fact that some of their loved ones are going to go to hell. And so they're always just, you know, let's talk about heaven and the hope, you know, but there's the other side of it. If people don't <coughs> necessarily agree with what you're saying and about the message, you're going to have to talk to them about the other place. I mean, there's only yeah. two places that we can end up heaven where we spend eternity in love with Christ or we spend in torment, like the Bible says, in hell. I mean, it's not a fun story to share all the time, but it is part of the story. It's reality. It's reality, yeah. And I I can imagine the disciples, you know, sharing the truth about that and also sharing the truth about, you know, especially with Jews, that you're not going to get into heaven because you're Jewish, that you have to come through Jesus Christ. It's a whole, whole other thing. And then you have people that really want to spend eternity in hell right. on purpose. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's disturbing. It is disturbing. Well, it's a delusion. You know, it's a delusion for some people that get that way. Uh, then the then another thing that he talks about in verse 17 through 19, he talks about this idea of, of sanctification in truth. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a word we don't talk about a lot, this idea of sanctification, which, you know, basically Jesus is praying for his disciples to be set apart for his purpose. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in the church today, we talk about this idea of grace and God loves us and he wants us to come to him uh, with all of our, our issues and problems. But at some point, we have to transition from that to maturity, which maturity requires us to have, be sanctified, set apart, which means we have to change the way we think, the way we deal with stuff, the way we act, the way we interact with people. It requires us to take 
on responsibility for our life actions. And so if we are in a situation where, you know, we're saying things we shouldn't say or thinking the way we shouldn't, uh, this idea of sanctification steps in and says, hey, you know, as being set apart for God's purpose, those things shouldn't be a part of your life anymore. And so then it propels you into being mature and changing the way you do things, the way you act. Why do you think people don't want to be set apart? We don't want to, we don't want to be different than other people, right? I don't think we, a lot of times don't want to take on the role of having that place. I mean, it's not a comfortable place sometimes, right? When you have a, a stand that you believe in, like thus saith the Lord, this is what God wants you to do. I think a lot of times we realize that we just don't want to have that confrontation, that opposition, especially if it's people in your own home, right? Yeah. If you're if you're a Christian spouse, if you're a Christian and your spouse is not, and you're talking about Jesus all the time and your, your spouse is like, I just don't want to hear about you know Jesus anymore. I don't want to hear about that. Uh, you know, the truth is uh, you are going to have to realize you're going to be a wedge at some point in that situation because of the way you believe. Mm -hmm. There's certain things you won't do. There's certain things you don't feel that are right because the Bible says not to. Mm-hmm. And that's a difficult situation. And Jesus said, you know what? I didn't come to make everybody just kind of sing, sit around in a circle, sing Gubaya. He says at some point, you know, I'm going to divide brothers from sisters, mm-hmm. husbands from wives, you know, and he talks about all these relationships and that's a possibility. I mean, we start making this stand being sanctified, uh, different, mm-hmm. uh, it is going to cause separation. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, and it is a process. I think, you know, uh, there was a time in my life where I believed that sanctification came and you um, automatically had like this magic wand from Holy Spirit and you were going to be set apart and not, whatever was your sin or your problem would be eradicated. But I think it's more progressive. I think that as we're moving forward, you know, Holy Spirit works on those things and he wants you to change your thinking, your actions and all the things that are involved with that. And so I think sanctification is not something that happens like overnight. It's a process of understanding mm-hmm. because if you don't understand the implications of what you're doing, then you're probably going to go back to it. You're probably going to have the same problem come up over and over and over again. And, um, really for me, if you talk about the idea of sanctification happening one time and then you're wholly sanctified and and, and you're changed, uh, the truth is I've seen so many people that say they're sanctified and then they, they live like the devil. Sometimes they, they talk and act like that. But, and it is kind of like what Paul says about real tears, you know, people that uh, cry just to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. That's not real repentance, but people that repent and they, they have tears and they make the change. That's real. That's real change. That's real yeah. sanctification at work. Have, uh, do you remember we talked on here about Kat Von D uh, maybe a month or two ago when she got baptized? Yeah. Uh, the tattoo artist. Well, the other day I was watching something on her. She was on for an interview on, it was a secular show. It wasn't anything. I don't even think the host is Christian, but she's been getting her tattoos, um, blacked out. Yeah. 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 So they've been working through like all of her limbs and stuff. And so she's gotten a ton done. Like, her arms are completely blacked out and um, I don't know about her legs, but that that's a ton of work and people are coming against her. Like they cannot believe that she's doing that, but she's doing it because you know, she's on this spiritual journey of, of really trying to um, change. Yeah. Change and seek the Lord. And, and she doesn't like what she has put on her body and, and what it represented. Right. And so she's really trying to, you know, portray something different and she's getting backlash about it because of of what what it's doing now instead of going like the lasered way like if she went the lasered way it would be a real mess i mean i can't even imagine so and it doesn't really come off either i've seen people that you you always see the scar right yeah Yeah. 
So anyway, and she has oh, hundreds of tattoos, oh, I would sure. say. And so her arms are all blacked out, which is the part that we saw. And, and she's getting backlash from it. And Christians are backlashing. And it's just like she's on the spiritual journey. And I've tried to find out if her husband is saved and he isn't he's He's not he's not confessed that yet yeah and so she's living in a home that you know is is, divided is divided and and that is a hard life but she is on a spiritual journey just like each one of us and and a journey towards sanctification and i i feel like you know we're just not as christians we're just not as um we're not as helpful or um understanding in situations like that yeah it's it's um and we should be you know we should be and we all have a spiritual journey that we're on to get us to that point and yeah there's a lot to be learned through all of this well i think that somebody should step in you know with the idea of maturing in the faith because i think that's where we really don't do well as a church you know i hear people all the time saying you know don't judge anybody in the church but paul doesn't say that he says that in the church we should be uh making decisions and having uh things uh decided upon it's not that uh it's a necessarily judging like we would judge in prejudice but we judge in the situation of what their actions are portraying what the fruit is we, we judge on that basis but the issue that i have with, like with people like Kat Von D and stuff is that nobody's saying, Hey, listen, you know, it's great. You're moving forward and you're doing all this stuff with your tattoo, but look at, look at the whole picture. Like what are some other things that you have in your life that may not necessarily uh, be portraying what you're saying your testimony is. And I, and it's like with anybody else. Um, you know, I remember one time um, I had a friend of mine who got saved and he loved Iron Maiden. And yeah. if you know anything about Iron Maiden, they have this really weird demon dude. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I, I understand God's working your life, but you know, that stuff, what does that say? You know, even though you may like the music or whatever, what does that stuff say about your testimony? I mean, you're claiming that Jesus changed you and that, like, you're still walking around with this little However, demon dude in a t-shirt. Sometimes some of those things take time for people to understand that you know it's a journey and part of that journey means that we are taking steps and and sometimes those things aren't revealed to us right away sometimes friends reveal that to us and they say to us hey what about this you know and then other times we don't realize until we realize until the holy spirit reveals that to us and so you know just because it might make us feel uncomfortable or we might feel like somebody has to be changed or make this perfect in this area just because they're a Christian doesn't mean that they're there yet. It's it's just, they haven't seen it yet or it hasn't been revealed to them that what they're doing is not okay. And, and it's the same with us. Like we don't want people revealing a ton of stuff to us either. We'd be working, we'd be working on stuff like literally constantly, right? (laughs) I'm just saying, you're just looking at me. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, the, the idea though, I, I think we live in a culture today and it's trickling into the church where we don't like to tell our kids no. We don't like to say no to things. Mm-hmm. We like to say that there's a gray area that we can play in that everybody can compromise in. Compromise is a big deal. And I think the issue I'm having within the church today is that it's becoming so pervasive, even in the Christian movement, where we're saying, okay, um, these are thus saith the Lord things, statements. And these are things that we're saying, well, you know, as a Christian church today, well, did he really say it that way? Is it, there really kind of an other side to that we can look at uh, just for the sake of compromise and trying to build harmony? And I, and I think at some point we have to come to the realization that no is no, yes is yes. Even Jesus said, there's nothing in the middle. Let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reality is that there is a statement. There is a black and white. There is a line that's drawn in the sand and that it's okay to make those statements. And that, those things are the things that are going to get you uh, in conversations opposite 
proposition because it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you can't say, you know, like the whole abortion issue now, we're talking about it. Like there's another way, like, you know, people are saying, well, uh, okay, government, we'll give you six weeks and we'll let, you know, and then you can have an abortion or, you know, within the first six weeks you can have an abortion or the heartbeat bill or whatever it is. I mean, those are compromises we're trying to make, but the reality is the Bible says as soon as the conception is made, as soon as the child is, is uh, brought into the mix, no matter what point uh, it's a child, it's not, yeah. it's not, you know, whatever science says it is. And so that's a line in the sand we draw and, and it may seem harsh to the world because the world doesn't want to agree with us. The world doesn't want to believe that same thing with the gender issues. Those things are drawn in the sand. It is what it is. Same thing with any other sin. doesn't matter what it is. Those things are part of it. And, and the churches were saying that we want people to grow in the faith and we give them grace. That's great. That's wonderful because just like a child growing up in the home, you know, the same nose that we gave them when they were three-year-old should not be the same nose we give them when they're 15. Right. They should have already learned at some well, point. Well, no, should. this is what I think. I think that in the church, we do the disservice by, hey, we see the sin. We're going to call you out for the sin and we're not going to explain it to you. We're not going to explain yeah. to you why yeah. it's not okay to do that. And that's where the disservice is. It's, yeah. it's okay to call that stuff out, but it's also better if you bring them along on the journey and you disciple them. Right. And if you don't have time for that and you're just calling them out on a sin because because it makes you uncomfortable or because you want it right. to look good from the outside, that is a different story. That's about you. That is, that about, is you. about you. That is yeah. not about the person. And and Holy Spirit is not working through that. Right. And so that's different. But if you're going to disciple someone and you're working them through it, you're teaching them how to read the word or whatever it may be, and, and you're showing them it, it's revealing to them. It's showing them. They're understanding where God wants them to be, and they're on that journey of sanctification. That's different. Right, yeah. That is different. And so then you can speak into somebody's life. But just to go up to someone and say X, Y, and Z just because it makes you feel uncomfortable or whatever, no, that's not okay. Work it out. Right. Let them work it out too. It's their spiritual journey, not yours. Well, a lot of it is not stated, right? I mean, you're, you make those accusations and it's not coming from a place where you can say, this is why I think it is because I'm, I'm endorsed and backed by the scripture. Right. Right. It's just me. I don't like it. You know, I don't like you wear, wearing tattoos. I don't like you, you know, dressing the way you do. I don't like the way you say certain things, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing goes on. Um, and that that doesn't help anyone. I, and that's what I love about my class that I'm teaching on Wednesday night. If you haven't been a part of it, we're going through apologetics. We're doing it by the topics. And over and over again, I'm able to um, give people a reason for why things are said or done or believed to serve. You know, here's the other thing. This happens in marriages too. And I, when we are in marriage counseling and I'm talking to the women and stuff, it, it's always a lot better if the woman is able to make the man think that it's their idea. And I'm not, it's, I'm not being ugly about it, but that's just the way we're set up. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to find the answer on our own with a little guidance or a little help from somebody else, mm-hmm. we feel like we found it, like we've arrived and we understand it. Right, yeah. That is so much better than somebody just coming at you and telling you that you should not have this or listen to this or do this. Right. That's different. Then it becomes a set of rules. Right. And nobody wants a set of rules. Right. People want to live life and and live it totally sold out for Christ if you're a Christian. And how do you do that? How do you become a sold out disciple of Christ? Well, it's not all about the rules because those rules will change. That's church stuff. That's just, that's... That's like high church stuff, but you, you don't have to live it with rules. You live it in a way that Holy Spirit reveals to you. And so if it, 
if Holy Spirit's revealing to you through that, through the scripture and through someone else who's helping you disciple or anything like that, all of a sudden it's your idea and you figured it out. Yeah. You're going to figure out a lot more. Just because saying, just because I said it. is not good enough. Right. Or right. you can't dress like that because it's not appropriate in church. Why not? Right. Then it's a then it's a rule. It's political. It's it's this and that. Like, tell me why. Help me understand why I wouldn't want to dress like that. Don't just tell me that I can't dress like that. Help me understand why I shouldn't want to be in that situation. capacity or that situation. Yeah. Right. And that's just an easy thing to talk about. But that's the thing. Help me understand why I shouldn't have an abortion. Right. Help me understand that. Help me figure out what it really means to have that and and that life begins at conception. Like help me get that. And I'll tell you I'll tell you why that doesn't happen much is because we don't want to do the work. Right. It is work and it is work with people and you, you have to take them under your wing and, and new Christians. I have heard so, there's so many Christians out there that don't read the word and they don't read the word because they don't know how to read the word and they've never been taught to read the word. They've never been taught that it's an important relationship and this is how they gain the relationship. And so they don't do it. They're, they're paralyzed, right? Because right. they don't, they just don't do it. And so if nobody teaches them or shows them like how to do it or something that could make it easier so that they understand it or what to do or where to start. Nobody even knows where to start. If you're a new Christian, you're like, do I start at Genesis? Do I start at Revelation? Do I read through the whole Bible? Mm -hmm. I mean, we get the gamut of questions as pastors. All right. Like they don't under people don't get it. I didn't get it when I became a Christian. I didn't understand it for years. Right. So how would I expect anyone else to? So we have to be aware of that and really take someone under our wing that is a new Christian and show them how to do this. Get them involved in a real relationship with Jesus. Not just the surface of, okay, now I've accepted Christ. That's it. There's so much more to the relationship than just accepting Christ. There can be so much more. That's part of the sanctification process. Exactly. Is that you're you're set apart by God, but at the same time, you know, when Jesus was sanctifying and praying for sanctification and the truth that they were going to share, um, the truth that they needed to know uh, had to be um, given to them so they understood what the truth was. He didn't just say, "Go tell people I'm Jesus." Right. They they had a good understanding of what they were doing, and they were able to preach about it. And then what they didn't know, Holy Spirit stepped in and gave. Gave them even more information, but the fact is, is that you know when we're in the um, situation that we are with the world that we live in, um, I, I think one of the reasons why a lot of a lot of teens are like walking away from organized church. It's because they're in the midst of a, a group of people that say, well, this is what I was told. This is what you should do. Or they hear a sermon on Sunday, which gives them part of the information, but doesn't go deep enough because we don't have time. And, and then nobody you know, helps them understand more. Like why, why do we say that we shouldn't say certain things or how we, why we should live this way? What is the reason? Right. Well, these are the reasons. Sw- swearing is another one. You know, why can, why should I not swear as a Christian? Right. right. It it doesn't really hurt anybody if you think about it. I mean, you. I've always told my children it just sounds un. You don't sound intelligent when you when you say like a swear word, right? Mm-hmm. You could pick a better word and sound more intelligent. So that has always been my excuse. But um, why is it something that you don't say? Where in the Bible does it say this? And you take them to the scripture and you show it to them and you explain it to them like no unwholesome talk should come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It's not just about swearing. It's just not just because about you say a, a stuff, bad yeah. word, but it's about a lot of things. And it opens up a discussion about more than just swearing because it's not just about don't ever swear. Right. No, it's more than that. 
it's more than that. It's don't talk about this and don't talk about this and don't say this kind of stuff. And, and you know, it, it's more. It's it's that relationship. Right, yeah. That's and important. you shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, this is one thing that you look at. I mean, you know, and the, the issues that we talk about in, in the church a lot are things that are very popular uh, that people want to hear. But the things that people will need to hear are stuff that we're not talking about. We need to talk about it more. And I know we, we do well here at Harbor Light. We make sure we talk about a lot of things. But you know, as believers in Christ, not just the pastors involved, but the church in general, if you have a friend or somebody that's struggling in their maturity, um, you need to, you have a responsibility. I hate to tell you that you have the responsibility, not the pastors. The pastors are not going to go before Jesus and say, why didn't you deal with all 500 people in your church and tell them what needed to happen? No, he's going to look at each and every one of us because Peter says we're a priest of all believers, which means all of us have the responsibility of helping people walk the walk. And so if we're not doing it, we're not making it happen. We're not being a part of that process. Then it's your problem. It's your responsibility. And Pastor Gary, myself, you, Pastor Ted, Pastor Matt, we're not going to be able to accomplish that on our own. One of the first questions when pe- when someone says to me they're having financial problems, I'm like, are you tithing? Oh, wow. It's one of my first questions I ask now. Mm. I don't even play around anymore. Are you tithing to the church? To your church. Right. This church that you're a part of. Are you tithing? And then I go through the whole thing. Right. And then when someone comes up to me and they're having all sorts of issues and problems and stuff, and I'm like, are you reading the word? Because you sound right. like you're getting further and further from the Lord. Right. And when he's staying in the same place, but when we're getting further away from him, it's just, just this wedge that keeps growing and growing and growing. You don't feel the Lord it's because you're not reading the word. Right. You're, you're not in the quiet time. Mm. So when that happens, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's a red flag for me. So we need to get back in the word. We need to get back into the quiet time with, with the Lord. Okay. Then you're going to really feel him. Right. He hasn't moved, but you're only calling out now because it's chaos and trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we need you're trying to work back, but there's this huge wedge here, and wedge here, and you're like, why, why aren't you listening to me, Lord? Why, why can't I feel you? I don't even think He's listening to me. Why is He letting me go through this? Well, we all have to go through stuff. Yeah. We're not exempt from stuff. Break the glass. Jesus comes into play. You right. Know, like, and we just up. have stuff that we have to go through. It's life. We yeah. go through life. That's life. It is life. And, you know, like Jesus said in Matthew 5, the rain falls, the just and the unjust. Yeah. Things happen. And uh, he didn't say he was going to pull us out of that. But I love how he prepares us through this prayer that in all these things, he is giving us all the tools we need to make sure the truth exists and the truth can be presented and put forth. So the only limitation that usually happens in this whole process is us. Is us. Yeah, yeah yep. we are. This is a great example, yeah. but it's us that take the back seat. Yeah, and we're not doing, we're not sharing the truth. What we're right. sharing is our opinion right. or our prejudice or our bias right. on something. And the truth is the truth. It not only changes the people we're hoping to change, but it changes us as we speak it. That's right. So we need to do it. Well, that's uh, that's it for us. Uh, we had a great group here. We uh, did. Yeah. We yeah. did. Mike, and, and he's still single. <laughs> 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 he hasn't got any calls yet. No, not so, yet. I've been, not, yeah, he's yeah, been checking yeah, his yeah. phone no. through the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it is. 1-800-Mike-Needs-A-Christian-Spouse. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him set up. Uh, so Pastor Gary's going to be talking about the, the third part of this prayer where Jesus is praying in the future, praying for those that will come later after the disciples mm-hmm. and what we need to hear. And so I'm looking forward to that passage and, and that sermon coming up on Sunday. Uh, but uh, that's all we have. I'm glad you guys are here today. Glad Thanks. to be here. Yeah. Happy uh, to be here. Happy to be Are you, Amy? Are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. happy, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me today. Oh, oh we're always glad you're here. Yeah. Mike loves it when you're here. 
He loves it. Sure I'm do. his favorite person. He Absolutely. loves it. <laughs> he, he loves me. He doesn't even need to talk to his mom after he talks to you. Pretty much. Because <laughs> you've done all the work for her. Yeah. yeah. You're like, mom, don't even start. I already had a conversation with Amy. Second <laughs> mom. I mean, I mean, mom. Yeah. It's over. Amy, You're Pastor welcome. Amy already talks to me. Yeah, I'm good. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, we will uh, see you next week and make sure that you answer that question because we're putting it in the big hat. Big hat. Or the draw for the t shirt. Oh, I thought it was the magic hat. It's a magic hat, yeah. Okay. No. Big it's hat, magic hat. Oh, oh yeah. you can't okay. say magic. What is no. it? No. It's uh, the Urim and Purim hat. Okay. It does need a name. It does need a name. Okay. I'll have to figure that one out. All right. I have to talk to have a great day. my boss, yeah. <laughs> we want you to know, find, discover, change with us. More podcast ending transmission. Now. 